are now listening Dara in Podcast, the best information podcast for sharing everything. Hello good people and welcome to Nara in Podcast. This is me, Nail Mutas Rafik, as the host for this podcast. It's fantastic to have you here, to connect with you, to share what I have known to you. Honestly, this is my first podcast and I'm so excited to share a lot of things here. But for today, I would like to share something that I've got from the business English board that is about. how we communicate clearly although i think some of you have known it but i hope this podcast will give you another insight you can also share your opinion or it could also be an experience i think from what we are going to talk about today so we will get more views and it will be great don't forget to share yours okay i'll wait for it As we know that English is used by many people with various backgrounds in various countries too. So, because of that, I mean, that is one of the reasons that could make us hear many accents that appear and it sounds a little different from the usual English pronunciation in general. Simple example is the British accent and the American. There is a different pronunciation in some words. But they have the same meaning. They try to deliver the same thing. Another example is when a Korean is having a meeting with Brazilian or Thailand, etc. They usually use English to communicate with each other. In this case, everyone has a different level of ability. It is not a mistake. But you have to try extra hard to get your message across because of that. It also happened to me. Now I speak English with my accent. It doesn't rule out the possibility. Or you could feel there is a difference when you hear what I say and how you usually say when you speak English. As I said before, it is not a mistake, right? Because I try to deliver the same thing. So, can you guess where do I come from? Comment below. It's really important to be able to communicate clearly. But now the question is, how can we do that? Well, we could start with pronunciation. Not everyone will or should speak exactly the same. Trust me, perfect pronunciation doesn't exist since there are so many different accents nowadays. But one thing that you have to know is, this variety of accents make the language interesting, unique, and also rich, you know. It is important that people understand each other. Understand each other, that is the point. Being clear is not only about pronunciation, as it is about enunciation. What do you think is meant by the word enunciation? Simply. Enunciation means pronouncing things clearly and also carefully. Clear and careful, two things that are interrelated. In fact, most language learners have two kinds of pronunciation. 
The first one is lazy pronunciation. And the second is the careful pronunciation. The lazy one is usually used when they are speaking with people of the same first language or when they are tired. The careful pronunciation will take more effort. But if you want your message to be clear, this one is important to be used. You might have learned how native English speakers blend sounds together between words. It is like, would you becomes would you, or going to becomes gonna, and many other things. You can imagine it, right? That is great in some situation. And you know what? When you say something like that, it sounds natural. Do you agree with me? But you have to know too that this reduced speech as we call it, is not always clear. Furthermore, it sounds a bit too informal in most business situations. The second one is word choice. Clarity is also affected by the word that we choose. The important thing here is to keep it simple. When you are giving someone instruction on the phone or making an important point in a presentation, it's not the time to impress people with your vocabulary. I know it because when I know a new word or a new phrase, I will try to use it. I want to use it, and sometimes I use it over and over. But in this case, it is especially true with verbs. Don't say produce when you can say make. Don't say proceed to when you can say continue. And don't say consider when you can say think about. Once more, we have to make it simple, that is the key. In other words, stick to expressions you know people will understand. That means you should avoid using too much slang and too many idioms, because slang and idioms are very regional. It is one example why the language is so rich. You can ask someone that is Australian to meet you in the airport. But most other English speakers will not know that you mean is afternoon. I don't recommend it to you, but why don't you try it? I mean, just try to use the R4 to your friend, but make sure that he or she is not Australian, then let me know the response. Another thing that you have to be careful with are acronyms and abbreviations. You might use TBH quite often, but not everyone knows that you want to say to be honest. The same thing happened to FYI or for your information, and many more. You don't have to use this to get your point across. Just say it clearly, because have you ever felt confused when people use abbreviations that are common in their line of work or maybe their group, but are not common in knowledge? If I mention ESEC in conversation, would you know that I was talking about the Engineering Safety Advisory Committee? I think no. In fact, many listeners could assume that it was not an abbreviation. They would be thinking that ESEC was some kind of electronic sack or bag. What do you think? So, it is important to say something clearly. Talking about word choice, another source that I have found said that anytime we make a choice, we have to compare the option. What I am going to talk about is that we also have to say a different thing 
in the right way to make sure that the ideas that we are going to say have a different meaning. I get some phrases that could be used to say that two things are very different, not just a little different, but they have it a lot. If we are comparing with the adjective, before the adjective, we can add the words like way, far, not nearly as. Also, we could use nothing like or are, uh, are completely different as. I recommend you to use these all phrases based on the situation and also how different it is when you want to say something. Because clear words will affect a clear understanding too. Let's start and give it a try from now. Next one is about making clear sentences. In this part, the keys are simple and short. If you have a bunch of ideas, just break it up into several short ones instead of you say it in one long sentence. I will give you an example. This is the sentence that you should break. Listen. Although the forecasts are positive, we have decided to cut costs due to current cash flow problems. In that sentence, there are three ideas. If you break it up, it might sound like forecasts are positive, but we have cash flow problem, so we have decided to cut costs. You could use linking words like the example above because it's really useful and makes it clear and easier to understand rationally. We have to show the relationship between the ideas but we don't always have to sound like an academic with analytical words that will make the simple sentence confuse the listener. Many situations require softening words, also phrases with diplomatic and polite expression. But let's imagine if you are on the phone helping someone fix a computer problem. You don't need to say no if it's not too much trouble. Would you mind trying to restart the computer? That is ridiculous, right? You can just say, no, please restart your computer. Or, if you are talking to your assistant, you don't need to say, I was wondering if you might be able to complete the paperwork sometime soon. But just say, could you finish the paperwork soon? Okay, the last thing that I want to share with you is how we structure the messages. It is good to be clear about the purpose. Tell people what you are going to say. By the way, just now, I have already given you an example. I just said, the last thing that I want to share with you is how we structure the messages. You see? When you heard that, you know exactly what I was going to talk about. That is the function of telling the purpose. After you tell them the purpose, you could use signposting like secondly, thirdly, and many more to give clear structure and logic to what you are saying. You are outlining what you are saying. Signposting makes it a lot easier for people to follow what you are saying. So, the miscommunication is not going to be happened. For the last, it is a good idea to summarize what you have said. Just need a little recap and it will show you how well you organize the information to the person you are talking to. Well, that was all about how we communicate clearly in English. To sum up this, I could say that there are four things that we have to think about when we want to communicate clearly in English. These are, first, pronunciation, 
Second, word choice. Third, making clear sentences. And last one is organizing your message. Alright, let's start to give our best for communicating with each other. Besides, it will help us to deliver information effectively. It will also make us more professional in handling a situation. Well, do you think the same as me? Or maybe you have another view from what I have shared just now. Comment below and we could discuss a different opinion from you. Don't you like it too? I'll wait for it. If this podcast is useful for you, let your friend know about this too, because sharing is caring. It's been a pleasure to have you here. See you again, good people. Bye-bye.